In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. What do you know? Your Cleveland Browns are now six and three coming out of the bye with a victory over the Houston Texans. Thank you for stopping by the Orange and Brown Report podcast. I am your host, Jerry Mueller. Hope you're doing well on this Sunday evening going into Monday morning for a victory Monday and a victory week. Your Cleveland Browns are six and three. So as always on our victory podcast, or really our podcast right after the game, when we're able to pull them off, which is most of the time for you, holidays might make it a little tricky, but we are going to do our best for you. We're going to look quickly at some statistics of the Cleveland Browns 10-7 and victory over the Houston Texans, who are dropped to 2-7. and uh, 2-7 and seven is tough, and obviously for Browns fans, they're really pushing. They wish they were 7-2 and two after that loss to the Las Vegas Raiders. Things would look... Uh, just a little bit different with that one different game, but we'll talk about that here in a second. But they are still six and three. Let's look at some statistics. We knew this would be a running game. Uh, the game was delayed by 30 minutes, 35 minutes, uh, because of weather and whether it led up. And it looks like that was due to lightning. So um, it's not about the rain. It wasn't about the wind. It was about the lightning. And so we knew it was going to be a run game. And when we look at the stats, that's exactly what we see. Nick Chubb, 19 attempts for 126 yards and a touchdown coming off and coming back from uh, being out for a few weeks at this point in time, uh, 126 yards, 59 of them came on that last run where he decided not to score, which would have pushed the score to 17 to 10. Uh, who knows if the Texans may have made uh, a field goal or got a touchdown with those last you know 30 seconds or whatever it was. But again, 19 attempts for 126 yards and a touchdown. Kareem Hunt, 19 attempts as well for 104 yards, uh, no touchdowns, 19-yard long gain. Uh, he was making pretty good headway, about five yards, a little bit over uh, five yards per carry. Uh, so he was having a little bit more of an explosive day until Chubb got uh, his 59-yard run. Uh, but honestly, Nick Chubb looked better at times. Um it just seemed like they knew when Nick Chubb was in the game, it was going to be a running play. So you saw a lot of one and two yard or zero yard gains, um, which is pretty rare for Nick Chubb. But with the weather and with kind of what seemed like a, a defense that just knew what to expect when Chubb was in the game uh, to end up with 126 yards, even if you know half of those basically came on that one carry is still huge. Baker Mayfield, they have him for three attempts and one yard Passing Baker uh, 12 for 20, 132 yards. Again, nothing to call home about, but the reality is is that this is what kind of game we had. There wasn't a lot of deep ball uh, options. Uh, there were times where Baker was throwing the ball away, throwing it at the feet uh, of some players, different things like that. 
he wasn't perfect by any means. There were a couple of balls that he definitely missed, um, but 12 for 20 for 132 yards. We're going to skip back over to the Houston Texans before we get into some of the receiving numbers, which aren't that all, all that impressive. We go from Baker at 12 for 20 for 132 yards over to Deshaun Watson, who was 20 of 30, so 10 more attempts, 8 more completions. For only 163 yards and one touchdown. Uh, And that one long uh, was the Randall Cobb 29-yarder. But again, if you're going to poo-poo Baker Mayfield's 12 for 20 for 132 yards, again, Deshaun Watson, 10 more attempts, 8 more completions, for 31 more yards and one touchdown. Okay, at the end of the game there where they were uh, pushing to come back um, for rushing. In a game where, without David Johnson, uh, Duke Johnson carried the load, 14 attempts for 54 yards. Deshaun Watson, 8 for 36, had some really important first down runs uh, at times. Most of, almost half of Duke Johnson's uh, 54 yards uh, came on one carry, his long of 23. Back to receiving, we'll start with the Texans, Randall Cobb, 3 for 41. Brandon Cook, 6 for 39. Will Fuller, 5 for 38. Those are some big play receivers, especially Cooks and Fuller down the field. Uh, again, 6 for 39, 5 for 38. Uh, Cobb had his long of 29. That tells you what kind of game it was with the weather. It wasn't about Baker. It wasn't about his weapons. It was about the weather. If the, the Texans, with all of their big play receivers and being a pass-first offense, and that's the reality, they are a pass-first offense, the same way the Browns are a run-first offense, The Texans are a pass-first offense and still only ended up with 163 yards. None of their receivers had more than 41 yards receiving, despite having Cobbs, Cooks, Fuller, Fells, Farrell Brown somehow uh, had a game, Kenny Stills, uh, all of those, and even Duke Johnson, we know how he can be out of the backfield. So, not surprising when we go over to the Browns, who are a run-first offense, Three receptions for Richard Higgins, three for Landry, three for Hunt, two for Donovan Peoples-Jones, one for Austin Hooper, and then one target for Kaderil Hodge, one target for Nick Chubb. Higgins leads the team with 48 uh, receiving yards, 29 for Landry, 28 for Hunt, 16 for Peoples-Jones, and 11 for Austin Hooper. But all of those yards were needed pretty greatly Uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Miles Garrett with a sack, a couple tackles for loss. Um, Sheldon Richardson has a sack as well. Um, Ronnie Harrison had some really, really big plays on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, But again, for the Browns, they fumbled the ball once on that bad snap. Um, It's considered a fumble, even though it was um, technically J.C. Treader fumbled the ball with a bad snap. Uh, But no turnovers for either team. And the Browns defense was able to hold the Texans offense, a passing first offense with a very, very good quarterback to zero points until 459. uh, I'm sorry, 252 left in the game, 252 left in the game, uh, zero points for the Texans until late in the game. So overall, the statistics are really, really fun and interesting given the way this game went. Uh, Looking at time of possession, the Cleveland Browns at 33 minutes with the Texans at 26 minutes and 40 seconds. So 33-20 to 26-40. Everything else um, looks, I mean, at some level pretty even, um, except for the running game. Again, the Browns dominated this game. 
by running the football and taking care of the football. That is a recipe for success in the NFL. That is especially a recipe for success with a very good run-blocking offensive line, a very good run scheme, and two backs like Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. That is how you win games in the NFL if you are the Cleveland Browns, given everything that's going on with the team, given the weather. When we say running games travel, that's what we're talking about. In a game where Deshaun Watson couldn't throw for over 170 yards, where his big play receivers really couldn't get involved in the game, the Browns running game travels. The Houston passing game did not. And in the end, that is the story of the game. If you didn't watch the game, you're going to look at a 10-7 score and wonder why it was so close or why I'm talking so confidently. But the reality is, is the Browns were leading the entire game. Uh, at the end, Nick Chubb ran out of bounds at the one-yard line uh, so that Baker Mayfield could kneel the ball down and the Browns could win the game. It should have been 17-7. doesn't matter that he didn't score one way or the other because game control falls to the Cleveland Browns, who are now 6-3. and three. And the Browns are indeed 6-3 and three, and indeed uh, would like to talk to you about, you know, 2020 has already reshaped how we work and it's almost over. Uh, it might be one of the reasons 6-3 and three Browns is, is weird, but uh, feels almost normal in 2020, right? Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly, so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike the other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. That, that instant match, that's got to be calling to you, business owners. Uh, 73% of all online job seekers in the U.S. are visiting Indeed each month, according to Comscore. Total visits. So it's clear Indeed can help you get the quality hire you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer is valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. And we're going to talk about the terms and the conditions of the Cleveland Browns being 6-3. and three. And first, I want to point to a statistic uh, and a little picture and a graph that my buddy uh, Jacob Rosen on Twitter, that's Jacob L. Rosen on Twitter, uh, Jakey Stats back in the day was uh, and still is very into data and analytics. But in this way, he is uh, hitting us with the fact that the Cleveland Browns are going to win six or more games in three straight seasons for the first time since 1994. 91, 92, 93, 94, the Browns won 6, 7, 7, and 11 games. Since then, there are 2, 4, 5, 7 other seasons where the Browns have won 6 or more games. 
14, there were 7 and 9. 2018, 7, 8, and 1. 2019, 6 and 10. And this year in 2020, through this week, they are 6 and 3. So again, the first time since 1991, 2, 3, and 4 that the Cleveland Browns are going to win at least 6 games in 3 straight seasons. That's a part of a process, folks. It's about getting better and building a foundation. So if we look at the playoffs right now, while the second wave of games are going on, it makes it a little bit more difficult. But realize the Cleveland Browns are 6-3. and three. Right now they win a tiebreaker over Tennessee uh, based on best win percentage in common games, um, which is a fun little thing. Um, Las Vegas Raiders, who beat the Browns, uh, are playing right now against the Chargers. Miami Dolphins are also playing right now. Those two teams are 5-3. and three. The Browns are rooting for both of them to lose. If the Raiders and Dolphins both lose to move to 5-4, and four, the Browns will end this week in the sixth spot, tied with the Titans for with a 6-3 and three record. Uh, Baltimore is sitting at 6-2. and two. If they lose, they'll be tied with the Browns as well at 6-3. and three. Obviously, they have the head-to-head tiebreaker. The Colts have the tiebreaker over the Titans for their division, but they're both 6-3. and three. The Browns would have the tiebreaker over the Colts because of their head-to-head win, putting them you know, above them depending on how things would shake out. But again, if the Raiders and Dolphins lose, the Browns are locked into the sixth spot. Uh, if either one of them win, uh, if the Raiders win, the Browns would then drop from how I understand it. Again, it doesn't really matter. What it really does say is that the Browns are 6-3. and three. It is a possibility that there are nine teams in the AFC out of 16. Nine teams in the AFC could be six wins or better after this week. It's a lot of haves and haves nots, and it definitely speaks to how difficult it's going to be for the Browns to continue to fight for this playoff spot. It is probably going to come down to the wire. Now, the Browns have a a schedule that should make things easier, but we want to be really, really just open and honest about the fact that nine possible teams. Now, again, if the Raiders and the Dolphins lose, they drop to five and four, just one game back, but then there would only be seven teams at with six wins or more. Uh, And again, three games over 500 versus one game over 500 is a pretty big difference. The same way if the Browns were seven and two right now, it would feel significantly different than them being six and three. That one game just really is that huge um, when things are this tight. But again, nine teams by the end of today could be six wins or more. And right now the Raiders and the Dolphins are winning, just to give you some information, uh, in the middle-ish of the third quarter. Both of those teams are winning the game. So, something I want to make sure I hit on here as we finish up for today. Again, the run game, successful. Baker Mayfield didn't turn the ball over. The Browns didn't turn the ball over. They were able to limit a strong passing offense. They were able to limit their not-very-good Texans run offense as well. The weather was very helpful. There's not a lot we can take away from the game outside of that because of the weather. The reality is the same as the Raiders game. The Browns lost a game that with the weather just being normal, they may have won. Uh, 
And the Browns won this week in a game that the weather being normal, who knows if Deshaun Watson and all of those offensive weapons just pick apart the Browns passing defense and the game looks different. We just don't know. We don't. We can't say that we do. We can't assume that we do. All we can do is look at two significant weather games played very similarly except the Houston Texans don't have five 320 or 40 pound offensive linemen who are just going to grind and run the ball down their throat. So it makes sense that it was a little bit more difficult and they lost against the Raiders while they won against the Texans because the Texans win by passing the ball. The thing that cannot go unnoticed is with the ball about the 50 yard line, the Cleveland Browns, whether this is Kevin Stefanski, Alex Van Pelt, Baker Mayfield, all of them, whatever it is, on a fourth down play, the Cleveland Browns quickly lined up as if they were going for it around midfield. And because of what the Browns lined up in and how they lined up and the fact that they were trying to do it quickly, which tells me they were ready for it. They were coached up for it. The same way they were coached up for that Deshaun Watson quarterback draw at the goal line on a fourth down where they stopped him. They were coached to do this. And they put the Texans in a difficult position, and the Texans call the timeout. And while it might seem like a little thing, the reality is is their ability to force the Texans to call a timeout left the Texans with only one timeout. When everything came and went, and as things went, the Texans had one timeout that they could call on the Browns' final drive. It was not enough. It was not enough. That timeout was huge. Now, obviously, we know the 59-yard jaunt by Chubb down the sideline. He would have just gone ahead and scored, uh, possibly, whatever he would have done. In the end, that timeout was huge because it set up what the Browns did. It set up what the Texans did. The Browns ran the ball. They ran the ball. They ran the ball because the Texans could only stop the ball one time, and the Browns just needed to get one first down. If the Browns had to get two first downs, things could have looked significantly different. Right, The Browns may have done something different. Run a play action, and then you don't know what's going to happen. We don't want to assume. What we want to say is the Browns were well-coached, well-prepared to put the Texans in a bind around their 50-yard line, forcing the Texans to call the timeout. And the Browns trotted out Jamie Gillen. He punted the ball down to the 10-yard line, and everything worked out as we would want it to. The Cleveland Browns are 6-3. and three. Again, I am your host on the OBR Podcast. My name is Jared Mueller. You can get a hold of me on Twitter at Jared K. Mueller. That's J-A-R-E-D-K-M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Make sure you see everything on the site at theobr.com. And then obviously our Twitter handle is at theobr. Hope everyone is well. Hope everybody's safe. I know uh, Big Boss Man is dealing with no power. Um, I hope everybody is safe, taking care of themselves. I hope everybody is taking care of themselves and making plans uh, for their holiday to take care of themselves. And before I end, make sure that we don't forget our friends at Bet Online. Football is back in full swing. You may not be at a game this year, but you can. By the way, y'all were really loud. We're at the stadium with all the crappy weather and all that stuff. I heard y'all. Good job. Hope you were all safe doing that. Uh, you may not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses 
prices today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. And as I always end, please, please, please take care of yourself, take care of others, and go Browns.